Hello, dear listener. We're interrupting your regular podcast with an invitation. Yep, you're invited to join us at the Tipsy Exchange, where your hosts get tipsy and exchange ideas on a specific topic. Pop culture, true crime, unexplained phenomena. Nothing's off limits on the Tipsy Exchange. So grab a drink and visit thetipsyexchange.com to find the show on Apple, Spotify, or whatever is your favorite podcast app. I'm Burley. I'm L.A. Now back to the show. Hey, Jason. Yes, dear? I've got a question for you. What's your favorite podcast? Well, it's Designated Quizzers, of course. That's mine, too. Why don't you tell us about it, Lisa? It's a trivity podcast. That's trivia and comedy, but the questions aren't what you think. Curious? Find out more by listening wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. My name is Ichabod Crane. Name's MacGyver. Colonel Jack O'Neill, SG-1. I am Batman! Hello, I'm the Doctor. So there's this man, he has a time machine. Up and down history he goes, zip, 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 getting into scrapes. For years, and maybe more than that, right, Mac? But, but how long has it been? Has it been six, seven years ago? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Hey, now, wait a minute. Now, wait just a minute. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day. I've got something for you. Oh, uh, merci, Sonor. Just one more thing, sir. Oh, boy. Just like that. Bing, bang, boom. At this point, I'd settle for the boom. They'd love it here, don't you think? This is what I'm saying. And by the way, where is your podcast? Tell everybody that's here. Welcome to the Never Gets Old Podcast. Podcast of all we love in TV, movies, music, and comics. With your hosts, Mac Jackson and Nathan Shell. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, and YouTube. Donations at paypal.com at macwjackson at comcast.net. Listen to my taping songs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Never Gets Old podcast. I'm your host, Mac Jackson. And I'm Nathan Schell. And it is time. It is our right before Christmas episode. Yep. Um, so we got lots to talk about. Uh, and I'm sure Christmas will be sprinkled in there. I don't know about you, Nate, but it's sleeting here. We have rain with the tiniest bit amount of ice. Uh, yeah, we're supposed well, well, to get hit pretty hard, from what yeah, I understand. When we, when we took the dog out today, uh, there was ice on the deck. And going down steps with a excitable puppy that are slightly icy is an adventure. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we even mentioned this. might have been on the MacGyver podcast, but yeah, Nate has a new dog. Yep. Yeah, we had gotten, uh, unfortunately, over the course of the summer, uh, Brooke, our lovely dog that we had, uh, had some health issues, and we had to we had to make the decision that no pet parent wants to make. Mm -hmm. But it was that it was truly the quality of life question, and um, that weekend, almost immediately. Jess and I were, we were missing, we were missing having a little fuzzball running around the house, mm -hmm. even though, even though Brooke never really ran around the house, you miss having that companionship and everything. Well, that's what I, I, I did. I knew that from when we lost Ginger, we got Zoe a week later. Cause I was like, Oh, I've never, okay. That's why I'm still so depressed. I, yeah, I need a well, dog. Yeah. And, and Jess and I had made the decision we were going to wait. We weren't going to rush out and get another dog right away because we had Dragon Con coming. We had some other events that right. we would have been home or we wouldn't have been home for a fairly strong, long stretch of time. So after Dragon Con, I sat down with, with Jess and I said, okay, now I think we can start looking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, we didn't want to get a dog that was in the twilight of their age. So, no. we, you know, we, we decided let's get a young dog. Well, then that turned into, well, let's get a puppy. That way we have them. Right from the beginning. I have this, when we got Duffy, it. it was the same thing. Yeah, it's like, okay. Well, we ended up naming our dog Laszlo, L-A-S-Z-L-O. She's a, we think she's a chocolate lab mixed with like either a she uh, Australian shepherd dog or a husky because she's got blue eyes. Mm -hmm. And she is an energy vampire because like it's just running around mm -hmm. you just feel exhausted watching that first year duffy is now a year old mm -hmm. and still has her moments of or his moments of being goofy because it's a dog yeah. and you know you yeah. get excited um but mm -hmm. overall you start to the dog goes okay i see how this works and Knows how yeah. to listen, and but there, it's that yeah. first. It's that first. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but <laughs> yeah, off the walls and everything. But uh, I had to laugh. She likes to human. She will stand up on her hind legs, and uh, I'm sure you've probably seen the pictures. If not, I can shoot. I can shoot you one. But she is adorable. She knows she's she's cute. She she tries to use her advantage. But uh, yeah, so I mean, we got her in early October, and we're. Thinking she's around five months old. Mm, okay. Because she's a rescue. Uh, we got her through the Pink Dog Rescue. And uh, they, you know, they're good company. My brother had actually gotten both his dogs through them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's from West Texas from the information they could, they could provide us. And she had a bunch of her vaccinations and everything. So... Yeah. We've got to get her spayed. Sure. And when we get her spayed, we'll get a little bit of the money back from when we adopted her. I think that's a six-month thing. Yeah, they recommend waiting until she's six months. So we'll have to wait until the beginning. We'll wait until probably towards the end of February or end of uh, January just to be give it a little bit extra time. Well, wait until you get to the the cone mm. section after that. Duffy was great about it. I mean, he wasn't thrilled, but he got used to it right away and just kind of went, okay, I guess this is my life now. So mm -hmm. then, you know, however many weeks later when we were able to take it off, 
it was like, what? It's Christmas. Like, you know, because yeah. to a dog, all right, I guess that's my life. They don't yeah, know they just, there's they a limit. They kind of resign themselves to things really quickly. Yeah. Like, I have to laugh. Something I've noticed with Laszlo, uh, anytime she goes out and does her business, either one or two, you know, we give her a little treat and uh, to help encourage her going outside. Now, unfortunately, she gets excited sometimes. And she still you have the excitement pee, sure. And it's just like, and you just all right you know you just be like you don't yell at the dog you don't grab them rub their nose in it or anything like no 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 and she's gotten to the point where she realizes okay mommy and daddy are are upset but they're not gonna like grab me and throw me right like i might hold her back so she doesn't walk through it or whatever clean it up real quick hit it with the the cleaning stuff and you know she's fine but uh now she's i think started to catch on that at one point in the night daddy's going to give me a treat when he takes me out and i have to go into my cage yep yep she, almost every time now she goes into her cage sure because she's anticipating that you know that well, that the r- routine is safety yeah you know having a schedule going okay i can rely on this great yep. great love yep. it and she's and she's doing good i mean she still doesn't quite have the the commands down but that's something that you can we can work on over time sure you know? yeah i'm not expecting her to be a a savant with you know, <laughs> with, you know no um but we are looking hopefully sometime in the spring to get a fence so that we can let her off the leash and just run around the yard and wear herself out <laughs> good good we had toyed with it too and then we looked at the price and went oh no no. Yeah, it's it can be obscenely expensive. Yeah. Uh, I priced out because you know me, I'm a handy individual. Um, I priced out what it would cost to get you know the lumber and all that stuff, and it's like, yeah, it would be nice, but then you have the the upkeep and exactly you got to make sure that you get the yeah you got to make sure you get jump through all the hoops with the county or the township, and it's just like I looked online to see if there is a way that I could just push a fence into the yard. And I can. It's going to cost around two grand to get all the stuff that I want to do. Because what I would do is run it from the corner of the house down towards the alleyway, Mm -hmm. across the backyard to about where our stone overflow parking is, Mm -hmm. and then up to the corner of the deck. Mm -hmm. Then all I got to do is add a gate to the one part of the deck, Mm -hmm. and I can walk her out onto the deck close the gate and be like go yep (laughs) well you know we got the new roof this summer did you okay okay yeah sucks i mean it's something you have to do welcome to being a homeowner but when we got this house they said you know you have like three roofs one on top of the other so like great well, they're like, well, eventually you're gonna have to get it they this hasn't this house hadn't been touched since the 70s -hmm. okay well we were sick of getting that when it when it would rain sideways, we would get a leak, mm-hmm. and it would drip, 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 drip in the hall. And the guy came and he patched it. Blah 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 blah. blah. But we're like, you know what? Let's do it. Got to get it done. We'll yeah, get it done and never have to worry about this again. Instead of it being, you know, every couple of months, her mentioning, you know, we got to get a roof. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I know, but I keep pushing off. I thought, okay, this is the year. Why not? I'm home, or I was home, working from home for the past couple of years. Yeah. 
go ahead, do it. It took him two days. Well, okay, so now we're paying it back. We got the loan. You know, we're doing that. Uh, we have other plans. I'd like to put a cement patio in the back to maybe do your kind of where you have the roof thing. Mm -hmm. um, that's a dream. But in the meantime, the guy, <laughs> they were quick. And they built it in two. They did the roof in two days. Okay. It was a it was a family. Um, but what they didn't say, whoever the boss was, never bothered to warn anybody. Make sure you tarp your attic. Mm -hmm. Make sure you cover the things in your attic. Because if you don't, you get that much roof crap, old roof, nails, mm -hmm. wood dirt on and in everything yep so they didn't say that so after they left we went up there and like oh you son of a bee luckily yeah. i keep a lot of my stuff in boxes like yeah my so comics. all you have to do is swipe the stuff off it mm -mm. into a trash bag but the you stuff wish. that got through it was a lot it took cindy had to go up and do it because i'll have breathing issues yeah oh no i get that but it took her weeks to mm -hmm. get it done yeah, depending on how, I mean, you said there were, like, it was one roof built on top of another on top Three of Three of them, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that is, that shows a level of laziness on the people who had the work done before. Exactly, exactly. Like, on the roofs that my dad and I have done, well, my dad, my brother, and I, we would, we would take it down to the plywood. Right. And, okay, this plywood looks good, this one, okay, this one looks like it's got a soft spot, we're going to have to pop that one out. Sure. Yeah, it's just a matter of whoever the contractor is doing the work, knowing knowing how to prevent themselves from having to do more work later. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So I'm sorry that you guys had to go through that, but the good thing is, don't have you, to ever worry about it again. You saved whoever that whoever gets the house after you guys from having to deal with it later. You know, exactly. Well. And hopefully that'll be long, 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 long. Well, now this will be the first a metal roof. Shingle. Okay. Uh, considered metal, but I think it's more expensive. It can be, but it's also going to be more durable and more permanent. Yeah. I know. It's, it's a matter of money we're already spending. Oh, yeah. No, money. Oh, and by the way, going to the bank to get the freaking loan is a chore. They made us jump through so many hoops. We want to see your your recent pay statement. Or, yep. you know, okay. Here you go. No problem. Okay. Well, they drag their feet. Mm -hmm. We'd like to see it again. We just gave it to you. No, we need we need it within the last ten days. <sighs> All right, here you go. And then we're waiting because now we got to go sign stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, they drag their feet. We had to do this like three or four times to the point where my wife is going, "Stop it! I stop it! You're yeah. jerking us around. Get going!" Like. We, we yeah. are trying to get a roof made. By the way, they're scheduled. They're coming, and we have to write a check to these guys. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's – what out, out of curiosity, what bank? Fidelity. Okay. But, I mean, that's not the bank. It's the no, people it's that the we're working there. It, it very well could just be that particular lending agent within the company. It, or yes. Whatever. As a matter of fact, when we went to go sign the paperwork, it was on a Saturday because they're like, well, can you come on Thursday – noon no yeah. no that's not the way the world works i work <laughs> bless you both of us yeah. work for a living you know 
And yeah. uh, so we went on a Saturday. Well, the agent didn't bother to show up. Somebody else had to do it. I'm like, how you a-hole. That's that's asinine. So now this is with the sleet and potential snowstorm coming over today and tomorrow. Uh, this will be our first snow with the new roof. Not that I'm worried or anything. Just Oh, no, you guys should be in good shape. It's just, yeah. it, you know, it was fine before. It'll be nifty now. Now we won't have um, tiles, the, the roof tiles coming off anymore. When yeah, the wind... that was good. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you'll, you'll probably notice within the first six months, which should include, you know, most of the winter, a change. You know, you hopefully won't have any mysterious leaks and stuff like that. We better not. It's God help them. If you do, you just go and get a hold of your contractor and say, look, yeah. you fixed the roof, but did you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me think. Do you have your tree up and everything? Yes. Uh, we usually had the tree in the corner by our the built-in bookshelf. Well, that's where Laszlo's cage is now. Mm. And because I had rearranged the living room, it couldn't be put there. So I said something to Jess about, you know, she's like, well, are we going to even have a place to put the tree? Yeah, I got this. We'll, we'll be fine. We have the, we have the tree towards the fireplace, but not like, right. Like here's the fireplace. Sure. But here's the fireplace. Yeah. The tree is here, but if you rotate, it's like four feet from the fireplace. Sure. So it's far enough away that we shouldn't have any issues with heat. But it's in front of the edge of the uh, DVD shelf, which is slightly annoying. But yeah, well, remember here. last year I had the tree right behind me mm -hmm. because I had my desk where the tree normally is. Yeah. Well, I got a new position. Remember the god awful job I had to do for the last couple of years? Yeah. I am not doing that anymore. Good. Uh, the good thing, I mean, that's the good thing. I got, I got a raise. Um, the only thing was they, it, it's dealing with checks. So I got to print checks every day. Mm, okay. So you can't do that from home. No, because of, uh, financial security issues. They, they said, you know, uh, do you mind coming into the office? It might just be in the afternoons because some of the work you can do from home in the morning, but in the afternoon, you got to do the checks. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. If it gets yeah. me out of this god-awful position that I hate with all my might yeah. that has caused me such anxiety that I've been losing sleep, I'll it, do whatever you need. Yeah. And well, it's good that you're willing to work with you on it so that you can still do, like, part of your day at If home. I wanted to. However, yeah. I'm not there yet with my training. And also, I don't want to do that. I mean, if the weather was bad, sure, eh, do it yeah. every day, blah, 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 blah. I mean, but, yeah, it gives you options. So. But – I don't mind going into the office because guess what? I'm one of 10 people oh, heck, that nice. are left in a building that used to hold 300 and some. Remember the big purge of last year? Yeah. Well, last week was there come in. Everybody that is still working with us, you got to come into the office for the week. Right. That was only bumped up to what? 40 more people? That's not bad. No, I hardly saw anybody, even though it was our filled our building. Time, yeah. But you go in, you know, you, you sit there. The day flies by because I'm either doing reports or printing checks, which you have to pay attention to. Yep. But guess what? I've been sleeping pretty good. Good. And That's now, fantastic. And now I'm off until next Wednesday. 
I'm sorry, Thursday, and then I go in for two days, and then Christmas hits, so we get Monday, and then I have to I get to make up those two days I came in. So I'm off then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday again. It's not bad. I'm not complaining. Because I saved my vacations until then. Yeah. Well, that's but, the best way to do it. So that's good, though. I'm glad. But uh, let's get talking. We have loads to catch up on. And Mikey is my little... Um, Viewing buddy? No, he's my note taker of things we need to discuss. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Your protege. <laughs> First and foremost, we have to discuss, and we did it on the other podcast, but this is now news. The new Quantum Leap. Yes. We just got early Christmas present that it's getting a season two. Yes. Well, I, I like how I think when we recorded for the other one or for our other podcast, it was right around the time they had announced that they were getting the full first season. Because mm -hmm. I think at the time it was, oh, we're only going to get 10 episodes. And then it's like, okay, that takes them to the winter break, basically. Yep. And then, oh, by like episode three or four, like, yeah, we're going to get the full run. Yeah. Yes. Now, here's the now, thing. It's it, because it. it's the number one show ever on Peacock. Yeah. Ever. Well, and, and, I, think, and I think they realized the power of streaming services, because not everybody works nine to five anymore. People have the ability to catch it the next day. Right. Week. I mean, I tr like that one's one I specifically try to watch within that first week. Right, right. Because, it, I mean, they put it on Monday like nights at 10. Okay, well, we stay up for it because yeah. we, we're trying to keep this show alive. Yeah. So we're like, all right, uh, nobody's going to bed until 11. Yeah. Including the kids. And, you know, it it is our – it's our new excitement must-see TV. Like, yeah, it's – I miss it so much right now. Yeah, like I was telling Jess, during – during the week after Christmas, she's off. So one of the things I want to do is sit down with her and watch the new series. Because I showed her the, the stinger for the, the Poltergeist episode. Okay. And she's like, okay, interesting. She goes, I, I think I'll give this a shot. She goes, do I have to go back and watch the original show? I said, it's not required because they reference enough, rents, yeah, reference it enough that it's serviceable, so you'll be able to enjoy the new series. If you wanted to, we could easily do that. We could easily which, go back. Which it. I'd like to tell all the producers of Amazon and MGM, i.e. Stargate, mm -hmm. if you connect it to, it if, if you don't reboot, if you yeah. revive, guess what? Your audience will go back and watch the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you already have a built-in audience. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, one second. Sure, sure. I did. Okay. I'll have to uh, give him a call. Then. Okay. So, all right. So, anywho, like uh, that's everybody's because there's rumor, by the way, not to go off on a tangent in a different direction, but Amazon, people are nervous right now. Mm -hmm. What should be a very obvious thing to do would be to continue the Stargate franchise. Yeah. There's the fear that, well, Amazon wants to do a movie that then leads to a series. Fine, but it better be connected to our Stargate. If the, there's rumors that they may 
quote unquote reboot, which I have said numerous times and will continue yeah. to say, don't bother. Yeah, it doesn't need to be done. Don't waste the money because your audience will not be there. Yeah, because even Dean Devlin and um, I can't think of the other guy, the the other the two that were behind the first Stargate movie right. that started that launched this whole fandom, they had even come out and said the fans have spoken. They don't want a reboot. Mm -hmm. They want a continuation. Right. And we've got to respect that. And then, but then Amazon did not take Brad Wright's pitch yeah which is so stupid yeah which, it's so stupid yeah which is heartbreaking because we know it would have been damn near ideal right right so i'm hoping with us Talking trying to it, very put it, bluntly put it, telling them yeah do not waste your money with a reboot because we yeah, will it, not be there for it th there is enough proof of things that have been rebooted that have not done well. Exactly. Mixed exactly. Not to mention to the, the wonderful built-in benefit that we just said. People, if you already have an audience, they're going to go back and watch your older stuff. Mm -hmm. Now it builds and it, and it pays off. And, you mm -hmm. know, uh, it, it, I think the mistake would be if somebody comes and goes, well, I want to do it my own way. And... I, you know, thinking people care only about the Stargate and, and the mythology. Well, we care about the characters. Yeah, the There's, mythology is part of it, but it's the characters that we have been invested in all this time. And by the way, they're the ones that built the mythology. Other yeah. than going through a Stargate and ending up on the other side, there were, really wasn't anything else to it. Yeah. So that's not enough to make people go, oh, we'll forget about the things we love. Yeah. And I yeah, we'll forget about essentially... 17 years of mythology and history exactly and that's why quantum leap is a shining example of how to do this right yep it's its own thing mm -hmm. but it's connected that yep. way it's not bogged down with stuff and by the way between you and me the little tweaks that they've done mm -hmm. which they have explained because it's a new project yeah. well it's a new project they're using slightly different technology like i like how they actually address the whole waiting room thing yes and like somebody was griping about it it's like you weren't paying attention they addressed it that's right you know because of the algorithm or whatever it's not needed it's a new program altogether and that's wonderful because you know, yeah I, I i accept it I accept that that's the rules now, yeah. and they didn't toss it away nonchalantly. They mm -hmm. still address the old way, and because it's a new computer program, all right, it works differently. Great. Yeah. They have done everything so perfectly, mm -hmm. and, and you know, okay, people would say, well, a little rocky in the beginning. You have to remember. The original pilot was supposed to be the earthquake episode, which was like mm -hmm. episode five or six. Yes. And they ended up chopping that and only using sections of that to, you know, they had to bring everybody back to refilm the earthquake refilm. episode. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. And I think, and I think that ended up actually being more beneficial. Oh yeah. 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 But yeah, like I thoroughly have enjoyed the series. Like I'd, I'd mentioned to you prior to us recording, got to chat with it with a couple people about it this past weekend at the convention, and I told them, "You, it's not a reboot. It's it's 
I'd say closer to a revival or a continuation because right. it's essentially season six of Quantum Leap just, you know, released 20 plus years after the fact. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they're know, still they're trying not... to bring Sam home. Yeah. And something that kind of irks me is these people that, oh, well, here's what they did wrong. Okay. Did they do it wrong or were you just not paying attention and missed you know, the information that would have explained what you thought was wrong, you know. And I've seen the thumbnails of uh, different YouTubers claiming that, you know, Scott Bakula is not happy about this or he's not involved or all this other stuff. It's like, guys, first of all, I'm not going to click on your blatantly clickbait BS. Right. Second of all, if the man is under an NDA, He's been experienced enough in the business that he's not going to comment on it. He's going to, I mean, look at Patrick Stewart. Well, I'm not in the movie. I'm not in the movie. Patrick, we saw your, we saw your shoulder and heard your voice in the trailer. We know you're in the movie. Well, I'm not in the movie. It's like, <laughs> they're not going to, you know, yeah, he may not be in the series long run, long term. He's going to show up. It's just a matter of when, not if. Exactly. Exactly. And, and uh, uh, one of the original executive producers of Quantum Leap, I think, is involved. Well, so it's like, well, gee. Well, hmm, it's Belisario. It's it's yeah, him and his wrong. wife. Yeah. That's them. It, this is yeah. the same people, thank God. Exactly. Plus, so like, there is no doubt in my mind we're going to see Sam Beckett. Right. So, me neither. Me neither. And I love that. I just, be. I have to be patient. Yeah, that's all. And and they're not they're not wasting it with a he's there in the beginning and you never see him again. Yeah, like let's well, like the, build up to the, it. The uh, librarians TV show that was on TNT. They brought in Noah Wiley, and the original thoughts were, oh, he's going to be involved for like an episode or two, and that's it. No, he was in damn near half each season as that mentor, yep, leadership type role and you know he had even said to me at a at a convention because i lucked out and saw him he said i may not necessarily be in the entirety of each season but i'm going to be there and he goes i'm even going to get the chance to direct it's like that's fantastic that is wonderful i had a um well, i'm excited for whatever we get with quantum leap at this point they are they are golden in my eyes right I love all the characters. I love how they're doing it. Uh, I was at a dinner party. Um, we have what they call feasts. So every couple months, four couples. Get you know, our friends Bob and Renee, um, and two other, two or three other couples get together. You know, hey, here's the theme. You get dessert. You get the main blah blah blah. blah. But it's basically a reason just to hang out and eat something and shoot the bull. Um, and after COVID, boy, you really, really miss all that. Um, we were there, and of course, people start talking about the shows that they're loving. Mm -hmm. Well, I get going on Quantum Leap, and oh, our friends, Bob and Renee, were like, nah, I don't, uh, I don't, uh. I went, wait, wait, why? And they do that offhanded because of the history of idiots with taking a, a successful television show, i.e. not MacGyver, 
mm -hmm. uh, ruining something by trying to reboot it, they were under the assumption because they didn't pay attention to the freaking commercials that were always played. It's and a that's another thing, too. People, false assumptions, yeah. They assume it's a reboot, so I'm not interested. They're trying to redo a Sam Al thing. No, they're not. You can never redo a Sam Al dynamic. Nope. It's best to do your own thing. Yeah. And I right? feel like they definitely have. Of course they have. And and the whole romance angle is the smartest way to do that because you could feel that yearning of you're there, yeah. but I can't. Exactly. And having it that way is probably one of the other few things that they could do because if it was, you know, two friends again, because let's face it, that's what Sam and Al are. They were best friends. Right. It would feel like a carbon copy. And yes. that's, you know, down the line, we may get that with like maybe another leaper or whatever mm -hmm. because that's the thing depending on how they go they could have the show evolve okay you know this character's story is done this character's arc is done now we're going to pass the torch to this character mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know um but time will tell. time will tell but basically i had to go no don't shoot yourself you're you're mm -hmm. denying yourself something an excellent television show based on your assumptions yep. and, and so we start talking about it and i have to convince four other couples that this is what it is well what if i never saw quantum leap doesn't matter you're gonna want to they give you they give you enough information that you can follow along with the story and then at your leisure you can go in and fill in the blank yeah but i i like how i think it was in the fourth episode maybe fifth episode where magic talks about his experience with the quantum leap project that was beautiful after he had gotten access to the documents and everything he's like i had blacked out for a, a day and this is apparently things that i did yeah two <laughs> days two days later i wake up yeah and apparently i had saved my whole squad yeah squad. yeah uh that was that was that had to be addressed and the fact that they tied in it makes sense that him and al together started up the project again um but anyway so then i just spoke to our friends two days ago mm -hmm. and I, you never mentioned if you watched it mm -hmm. because i love them but they still haven't watched uh stargate sg1 now we started watching we started watching supernatural as a trade-off you love supernatural we'll start we'll watch five episodes well, we ended up just watching more because yeah. why not? Uh, you just have to watch five episodes and I'll tell you which five. And if you like it, great. They didn't even bother to do that. They're like, well, we watched two. I watched the pilot. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not giving it enough of a chance. Well, we just haven't had the chance. Get in there. You don't. You're, you're again. Yeah. These, these people who have assumptions before you go in. If I if you value my opinion. As your friend, I would not steer you wrong. I would not. It, there's no uh, self-serving agenda on my end. I just want you to be happy and enjoy what I enjoy. And I think I'm a pretty good judge of character with television shows. Mm -hmm. I can steer you through potential crap. Mm -hmm. Well, it's such a slap in the face when people don't bother to take your yeah, word you for it. You listened to their suggestion, and they have not been kind enough to follow. Yeah, exactly. Like, what else are you doing? Yeah. So anyway, I said, did you watch Quantum Leap? Yes. Yeah, I believe we're – are we all caught up? Yeah, we're all caught up. 
Okay, so and I'm like, yeah, and like, it's good. It's, you know, it's different. I'm like, okay, you've only watched eight episodes. And I started to tell them about how the pilot had to be reshot like a week. So it's going to be a little shaky. It's a little info dumpy, but that's okay. And as it goes on, it gets better and and more complex. And the payoff is there. And mm-hmm. it's a great tease. And that was the day when we found out about season two. So like, okay. All right, good. Uh, Yeah, we'll keep watching. I'm like, yeah, because guess what? We're going to have another feast next month. And I'm going to need a full-scale report. <laughs> I want to hear. We got, you know, and okay, if something isn't somebody's cup of tea, that'd be fine. But what is your logic and reasoning? What is your, you know. As we're talking about Quantum Leap, <clears throat> I, I'm i always on, you know, trying to be an active member on Twitter and Facebook. Basically, besides enjoying like-minded people, like, Fate's Wild Wheel is a great podcast that I'm yeah I've heard you happy to connect with. Uh, yeah, and there's the the Quantum Leap podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll go on there and I'll share my thoughts because hopefully they're intelligent and enjoyable. But also, I figure the more that we talk about Quantum Leap, the more the chances were that it was going to get renewed. Yeah, and right? that's like a lot. I don't think a lot of people realize, and I think this is something that to kind of touch back on with Stargate talking about it helps keep it relevant in people's mind and like oh what are these folks talking about oh maybe i should go check it out and that i think works with quantum leap because like i know i've recommend like heck i i think i said something to my mom after like the second or third episode and i'm like you really got to go check this out and she goes well is it a reboot or what is it i said it's basically the show being picked back up after 20 plus years so I got to talk to, I got to talk with her and see if she's actually gone back and watched it. Mm-hmm. Probably. Cause she's always looking for stuff to watch. But I think with like Stargate there for a while, people weren't actively heavily talking about it as they were when Amazon decided, Hey, we're picking up MGM. And one of the things is Stargate, you know? So hopefully the more and more buzz of, continuation continuation revival will grease the squeaky wheels so that they realize the fan base that is baked in wants it to continue in some fashion you know it's hopefully the right, the right fashion otherwise yeah. like i said don't, don't yeah bother. hopefully they'll bring in brad wright and his crew not necessarily if they can't bring if they don't want to bring them in as the showrunners, bring them on as creative assistants, creative, you know, bring them in because they've got, I don't want to say the keys to the kingdom, but they've got the keys that have proven to work. Right, exactly. You know? they, the, their daily decisions or kept, what kept everything yeah, it made it a perfect show. Yeah. Um, it's it's like it's like the original MacGyver holds up very well oh yeah yeah it's timeless it really is timeless um one of the great side effects though through this was i have made uh, a connection with a their handle is warlock weirdo tv yes i've seen you posting some of their stuff so what i did was i i what their their work has been 
amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. They because they're into quantum leap, so they're doing like here. They did a great one where it was Sam leaping into Tony Stark as he's clicking his fingers at the end of Endgame. Oh, interesting. It's amazing because it they did it like a shatter screen where the one reflection is Sam, the other is Tony. And then they'll do like a, a 10 second sound clip, but then they always have him leap out. They Yeah. It's it hit the the work sparks your creativity because you're like, oh, could you imagine? Oh, yeah. that's so cool. And you know, and that would have been great before the, the revival of Quantum Leap, but now he's doing more. And like, here's here's what Sam could look like if he leaps back. Welcome back, Sam. And it's him in the white jumper, you know, the white onesie. Uh, but looking modern day. Yeah. Well, I loved it and just always like, 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 like. I, I appreciate yeah. things that aren't just slopped together. Yeah. I And they'll a lot of times say, oh, this is just test footage because, you know, it could be an AI thing and, you know, it's just test this. Well, okay, I got that. You don't want to commit and say, no, this was my best effort. This yeah. is, you know, yeah, I'm trying some stuff out. I was inspired, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So <clears throat> I had posted since my birthday is two days from now on Saturday. Uh, I said, you know, what I do, I've been doing every year is, listen, uh, the MacGyver SG-1 audio series people that are following and are artistic, I'm always looking to share their art. Right. And there's some great artists. Marley Ward is one who did that great one for me last year, uh, the two headshots of Jack and, and MacGyver. Mm -hmm. um, and just uh, she has her own – she draws and writes – little scenes in between the episodes. And they're typically the romantic Sam and Jack things. Yeah. Uh, but it's amazing. It's fun. It's like cartoony, great mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, but the line work is very clean. The colors that she uses. So these people, I love their work, but I, I also want to show it off. And especially if they're going to do MacGyver and Jack together. Right. Why not? So I said, you know, for my birthday, if you really, you know, I'm encouraging people to send me their stuff, not for my benefit, but because I get to promote yeah. you. Yeah. It's and a good way of showing people that are fans of what you do, helping get them fans of what they exactly. do. And, and I, you know, I have enough but, outlets with Facebook and Twitter and the group pages, blah, blah, blah. blah. I, I will show it everywhere. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think I've liked every single one because my feed is a plethora of all kinds of craziness and insanity. Yeah. But yeah. when I do see one of one of them pop up, I make sure to engage with it because I want to, you know, I want to continue seeing, you know, their artwork and stuff. Exactly. Plus, it helps it helps self-fulfill what you and I do, you know. Right. So, right. And yeah. So I did it again this year, last week. I'll probably remind people one more shot before Saturday comes and goes. But I'm always, always, always asking people, give me your give me your artwork. Let yeah, me let, let, let me help that. you. Help me to help you. Yeah. And the uh, what I got was this warlock weirdo TV 
start doing here's some concepts now the first couple they're great but they didn't look like richard dean anderson mm -hmm. and he said it's test footage it's just test we're i'm, I'm plugging it's stuff in i'm seeing what will happen but there are a couple but i'll gladly post them anyway like here's some concepts you know blah blah blah, blah. yeah proof of concept proof and of i said you know, there there are a couple that were pretty dead on. Like, there's the couple where it looks like it's drawn. I don't know if they drew it or what, but it's them. He said it was a a version of the artwork that I did of the two of them coming through the gate, coming down the steps together. I think, I think that's one of the ones that I I had engaged with. Isn't yeah. that amazing? I that's love cool. it so much. Because my thought, my first thought was, okay, cool. It's you know, Mac and Jack. And I'm like, wait a minute, that looks like the Atlantis Gate room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, I dig it. Whatever, uh, whatever. Because yeah. uh, what I said was, I'm number one. I'm eternally grateful. Yeah. Uh, for any effort, uh, you know, any sort of spark of creativity that you're throwing my way, love it. Absolutely. Well, <clears throat> they they are cranking some out. Well, now I got them to. It, they remembered watching MacGyver. But they hadn't really seen Stargate. Well, yeah. now I got I got them to watch Stargate because That's fantastic. Well, they reached out to me and said, "Okay, listen, I want to get this right. What is their typical look?" So I start. I email back through Twitter. When they're on the base, they wear green and blue outfits like this. Yeah. yeah when they go blue. when they go off world, it's green unless they go to a desert planet. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, and I warned them, I said, you're sending me down a rabbit hole, buckle up. And then, then yeah. I'm like, here's a bunch of videos of Jack. So you get the idea. And yeah. oh, when they're Cause on. Because he doesn't carry himself like, like he did when he was MacGyver. Well. I... Somewhat similar, but like the way he, he carried himself walking and everything, there was a difference. And I like, I like that. Well, I also said when they're on, when they're on a mission. On Earth, he can wear whatever, but this is typically he wears the mid-length coats. He's got this. Da, 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 da. So then I do the same with MacGyver. Mm -hmm. Well, then I send videos of MacGyver, and of and they love it. Well, you know, I gave them everything, so now it's sparked enough that they're watching it, and they, they chime in with me and, and say, here's the episode I'm on. You know, I love this line, and that yeah. tickles me to death because well, yeah, it's, it's that enjoyment. You're watching it, an yeah, excellent yeah. show. It's that introducing someone to something you love, and they love it just as much. Love it. It's, love it. It, it Oh, and yeah. whatever they send me inspires me for my writing. Like, I'm almost – I'm editing as we speak today – putting in the sound effects to episode 16 of the audio series. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so while I'm off, I will get this darn chapter finished. Um, and I'll, I'll put it out. But in the meantime, I'm like, what do you think about the, this idea? When you catch up, after you've watched enough episodes and you're able to go back to the audio series and you have a basic idea of, you know, what both characters are about, you're able to get sink into it. What about if you could give me a picture that I could use? Because the way I've been doing it lately is I'm drawing an episode picture. Hmm. So for every episode, I draw a new picture. Well, that takes time. Yeah. 
and I don't mind doing it, but golly gee, if they could whip up something quicker and they're inspired by what they heard, mm -hmm. I said, what do you feel about that? Like, I, there's 15 episodes so far that you could, as you listen to them, make something, and I'll gladly promote it. Mm -hmm. I'll, you know, I'll tie it to the episode, blah, blah, blah. But going forward, before I release it, I'll send it to you. You hear it. You can crank out some artwork. And that way, when the episode drops, we can be like, here's the artwork. Yeah. So I said, once you're happy with your understanding of yeah. this, these characters and what they would wear and how they might react to each other, you know, go for it. Yeah. I, there, there's no bad even the ones that didn't necessarily look exactly like Richard Dean Anderson, the idea was still made me happy that anybody yeah. spent any time. Yeah. And you could see, okay, that's supposed to be Richard Dean Anderson, but it's not quite there. Right. 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 We'll see. Okay. That's supposed to be RDA. Yeah. But then, like I said, those drawn ones, you go, Oh, the hair is perfect. That looks like season seven of MacGyver. And that's exactly what in my head, that's where, where he, thinking, what he looks yeah. like. Very Jack, cool. Jack is very straightforward, short gray yeah. hair. Good. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy to promote that. So we'll see what happens with anybody else between now and Saturday. Hopefully. They'll, awesome. they'll, yeah. I, I just building a community. What what did you say you're going to create? By the way, tell people. Uh, I'm going to be looking to set up a Discord server for pretty much the entire network, and then in that it'll have uh, subcategories for like if people are specifically fans of the Never Gets Old podcast, which is what we're currently recording, they can hang out in that like subfolder. But if they're fans of like the MacGyver series, MacGyver SG One series, they can hang out there. I can do one up for uh, MacGyver podcast specifically and anybody else that joins in on the network, you know, we could bring those creative teams if they're up for it and like, Hey, do you want this, you know, do you want a subfolder set up for your community to kind of hang out and, you know, be a part of something bigger? You know? and, and that'll be all tied to the forever adventure network hub. Yep. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll, I'll work on building the server first. And then I will post the link. Well, I'll kick you the link so that you can check it out and give it a give it a good once over. If anything needs tweaked, modified, or what have you, we can do that. And then from there, go and put it on the MacGyver or put it on the Forever Adventure Network website. Post it, plaster it across Facebook, Twitter, Maelstrom, whatever you know, mm -hmm. all the all the different socials. Cool. So. All right. Oh, by the way. So, uh... <laughs> Uh, remember we signed up for hive, oh, what was it hive i think hive yeah and hive was supposed to take the place of twitter hive went away for now oh did it okay. hive crashed essentially it was so successful replacing twitter that they didn't have the firewalls set up enough or well enough and people so i guess hive. were yeah people were breaking into it so they just said, we're going to shut this down. We'll be back as soon as we get people who know what the heck they're doing running this. Well, I, I imagine there's a bunch of people that used to work for Twitter that are looking for jobs. Exactly. And I bet you that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about other wonderful shows and stuff. Um, Andor. I have been blown away with Andor. It, it's a series that 
I wasn't like I knew I'd enjoy it, but I didn't know exactly how much I would enjoy it. Because you and I are very much of the same mindset. More of something is better than a desert. Yeah. You know, we are we are at an embarrassment of riches when it comes to things like Star Wars, Star Trek, unfortunately not Stargate, but powers that be, hopefully that'll change in time. Right. And we've got a plethora of Marvel. DC will get into an into that can of worms, but you know, we have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to geeky centric media. Pop culture, yeah. Pop culture and everything. And I and I love it. But yeah, with Andor, like I was telling somebody this past weekend, because she watched the first three episodes and she's just like, I found it hard to get into. And I said, or no, she watched, yeah, she watched the first four episodes and she's like, I just found it hard to get into. Can you sell me on it? I said, okay, here's the best way to look at the Andor series. It is four small stories interconnect or four stories told back to back to back and each one builds upon itself uh -huh. so the first three episodes tell a story it's got the first act the middle act and the last act or the final act and then that sets you up for the second story boom 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 and as they get more and more they're introducing you to more layers of what's going on at the infancy of the rebellion mm -hmm. and she's like okay so if i go back and rewatch or should i go back and rewatch it from the beginning no because if the first three episodes were too slow for you i wouldn't want you to force yourself through that i said when you watch it do you watch it or are you i said pardon my expression are you butting around on your phone and she goes well admittedly i was on my phone i said you can't do that right she right goes, what do you mean I said, there are so much subtle nuances in the show, you actively have to be watching the screen. And I said, specifically in episode six, I believe, during the heist. And she's like, during a heist? I said, yes. She goes, okay. I said, because there's things, there's something going on with a character that if you're not paying attention, it's going to seem like it's out of left field and you're not able to follow it. I said, that's probably the biggest hurdle for a lot of people nowadays is because we are so used to things being able to be watched and not actually watched like there are right. some programs like mindless tv reality tv shows you don't have to be actively watching the screen because they're telling you exactly what you're seeing mm -hmm. but with some shows like Andor, you need to see what you're seeing because mm -hmm. they're not going to mm -hmm. tell you and she's like okay i said watch this watch the second set of three episodes and if by the end of that third episode episode six if you can't if if you can't at that point maybe the show's not for you sure. and that's okay but at least you would have given it a fair solid shot and she goes okay thank you and she's like that helps explain things a lot better because she's you know she acknowledged that yeah i was goofing around on my phone right right but yeah like i from what I understand, we are only getting a second season because the second season is going to bleed into right before we see Rogue One and or in Rogue One. Sure, sure, okay. sure. That sucks because I'd love to see more, but it's also at the same point, too much could end up undoing what they've done. Sure. You know. Um, 
Yeah, for me, I it was the least thing that I was really interested in seeing. It's still Star mm -hmm. Wars, and I still trusted it. And no matter what they do, I knew I was going to like it. But I absolutely get what your friend's saying, because it is a lot of walking around and talking and not really achieving much for a bunch of episodes. But then the fourth episode, when things start, maybe it was the third, things start ramping up. Yeah. And now I go, third okay, episode, now. It starts getting into what people now we're get, Yeah, now we're starting like, to have some fun. Let's, in, here we in go. In series, we see how pivotal Mon Mothma was, like how truly pivotal she I was. I enjoyed that they did that. Yeah. We saw, we're seeing literally what she's sacrificing for the Rebellion. Mm -hmm. uh, this Lucian character, there's more to this guy that I, I want to know. And I know we're not going to get all the answers, but I love that, you know, he seems just like this kind of like mastermind, taskmaster type person. But even he's got some tricks up his sleeves. Yeah. Um, we saw, you know, Andor, you know, he's just trying to survive. And we're literally seeing him inadvertently becoming a major player in the Rebellion. Right. You know? Right. And the the whole thing with uh, the... We're seeing what lengths the empire is truly willing to go i mean when they're when they're torturing that when they they tell you what they're torturing that person with but you're not hearing what they're hearing you're just seeing their reaction to what they're hearing right. that's that's a level of terrifying that i don't think people were prepared for well i said to i watch it with mikey yeah. All the Star Wars shows since Mandalorian, we've been hooked. Yeah. And for someone who doesn't necessarily consider themselves Star Wars people, I'm, yeah. I, it's not part of my soul the way Stargate right. is or Quantum you, Leap or you anything. You're just a casual Star Wars fan. A little more, because I yeah, know stuff. A little more. Yeah. I know stuff, but I don't go, oh, I have to get the figure of. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, like an, you're not like an ultra fanatic. Right, you know? but I do enjoy good quality stuff. And when exactly. the mythology is done well, which is why I hate the freaking sequel so much, but I do love everything else, basically. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're watch so we're watching all of these shows, and we get excited, and here we go, because we know it's going to be top quality. Mm -hmm. We watch Andor, and I'm like, okay, it's kind of, you know, sitting in a room talking a lot. But I said to him, I appreciate that we're also getting the perspective of the Empire. Yeah. Like we get a lot of instead of these guys just marching in and causing trouble, you are getting the upper echelon of people sitting in a room saying You're yeah, you're you're seeing the conniving. There's you're, there's a, uh, an uprising over here. Yeah. How are we gonna handle that? You know, you you go, okay, and by doing that, I think they've learned since Rogue One. You're making them more of a threat instead of the clown soldiers that trip over each other you're like oh no no if you see a guy in a white outfit in the helmet get the mm -hmm. heck out of there like and mm -hmm. i i appreciate that mm -hmm. uh when it was all said and done i went okay uh that was good wasn't my favorite and mikey goes oh it was one of my favorites that and the mandalorian are my two favorites i'm like i was very proud of him because yeah. i thought okay if anything i was afraid 
because it is a lot of talky heads as mm-hmm. opposed to any of the other shows where it's shooting and lasers and blah, 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 blah. Um, I thought it would drag too much for him because I yeah. knew I could be patient. I can yeah. go, these well, are the, the, the best. Yeah, it's but... good to see that he's learning to enjoy shows like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He should have that change because, I mean, you can watch only so many of bang, pow, wow, you know, sure. shows. Sometimes you need that palate cleanse of, okay, this is a show that's going to, I can sit back and just let develop naturally and and everything. Which now brings me to the Marvel situation. We have spoiled, rotten people who are like, this phase of Marvel sucks. It's not, it's not end game level. You don't want it to be end game level people. Like, well, and somebody somebody either on tiktok or twitter not twitter tiktok instagram or facebook had said now that phase four is done with the conclusion of realistically the uh the holiday special for guardians of the galaxy was the final project of phase four okay phase four has been about grief moving forward processing it or yeah grief processing it moving forward and legacy legacy with like different characters because you've got uh sam wilson becoming the new captain america you've got the black panther mantle being which i didn't sadly, see yet by the way did not yeah, see sadly that, that that one had to be moved on a, i think a, a lot faster than anybody anticipated because sadly the sure. passed away but like it's about things moving forward and like somebody had said phase four feels kind of like an odd amalgamation of trying to be a mix of phase one and two sure yeah phase phase three was the payoff of everything and they think phase five is going to be a mixture of phase two and three sure agreed because we've got some trilogies that are going to be coming to an end Mm -hmm. in phase five mm-hmm. guardians of the galaxy and ant-man mm-hmm. for sure yeah um in the third one something rough happens to every main hero right 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 yeah. as you know as it should and it feels natural that they're doing it like i yeah. loved this phase because yeah this phase was really really oh, solid I i'll think. tell you end game is so powerful but you it, need some time it, before you. Can I need build up some time because if these idiots who are like, "Oh, it needs to be as exciting as Infinity War and Endgame," no, it doesn't because then it, you water down what it meant to have yep. Infinity War and that, Endgame. You end up burning yourself out on those major pivotal stories right. that you'll end up not appreciating them. But I loved what what. So we've had what WandaVision, Captain well, Bucky. I, I have it saved on my phone because I'm that level of a nerd. So. <laughs> so but yeah it's like the whole thing has been phenomenal yeah i and i love that we get those moments the hawkeye we're we're gonna start rewatching hawkeye because it's a christmasy and yeah and that that totally works um phase four has been uh black widow shong chi and the legend of the ten rings eternals spider-man no way home doctor strange in the uh, multiverse of madness thor love and thunder Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. TV shows have been WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, 
the I Am Groot animated. Which uh, I didn't even thing. see yet. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and then the special presentations of Werewolf by Midnight and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. All right, let's start with those two. How did you like both of them, the, the Werewolf by Night? The Werewolf by Midnight... I was intrigued by it because it was being presented in black and white, and that kind of, like, scratched that. I'm a fan of the older Universal Monster movies because they were able to do so much, convey so much, with such, by today's standards, basic it's technology. Werewolf by, werewolf by Night. It's not me. Yeah, Werewolf by Night, yeah. I just looked uh, it up because I'm like, wait a minute, was I, have I been saying it wrong this whole time? I, yeah, I, I have noted wrong in my, my cheat sheet, so I'll have to fix that. But um, it's it was presented in a way that it could theoretically have taken place at any time in like the timeline. Sure. But then, as they as the as the progresses, you realize, oh, okay, this could more be more recent right. because of the the graveyard. And I really enjoyed it because it's just one of those things. It had a bunch of characters in it I knew next to nothing about, and just the style of it, the story was consistent throughout it it had the right peaks and the right valleys in in regards to tone and excitement and everything and plus jess looked at it and she's like oh another dark-haired woman i think i might have to do the costume huh. we uh but, um, we were happy good. i enjoyed it yeah we were happy with it because it was just a it, you know what these are characters that unfortunately a lot of these characters eternals we can use as an example yeah. failed even failed as a comic book but they're still owned by it. So if you could do like, you know, a werewolf story. Okay, well, you have one of those in Marvel. It's Halloween's coming up. Yeah. There it is. You got to use it. You don't have to yeah. ever touch it again. And, and, if, and if the interest is there for them to read, you know, do sure. another quick special next year, they could easily do it. You but know. by all means. And it shows that they don't have to commit to a TV series of like 10 episodes or even to a full-length feature film exactly it's a direct pipeline to the fan and <laughs> yes and so i thought all right that was for characters that i didn't care about yeah, yeah. I, I was looking forward to seeing man thing i'm like oh man thing's gonna show up and they made him exciting like it was yeah. funny it i'm like okay good job show up. yeah that was and, nice. I, and i love the little just the peppered in comedy yes yeah it's, it wasn't over the yeah. top it, it was and it's one of those things that you know you could see having happened to somebody like they go to and it, you know yeah very relatable kind of comedic moment um yeah. and then there's we we saw the christmas holiday special for guardians of the galaxy yeah, that was a fun you know and i love that we got to see more of mantis and drax i'll tell you i was surprised at how touched i was i figured it yeah. was going to be lighthearted christmasy okay but yeah. i didn't think it was going to move me yeah, I was, you know, I, I will admit, I got kind of choked up because, again, these are two characters that unfortunately kind of feel like they get sidelined a lot. Specifically Drax, because he's just, you know. A one-note kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, the one-note guy. But, like, with Mantis, we got to see, you know, some good character moments with her. Yeah. And uh, I love that Kevin Bacon was in it, and uh, I like that he was kind of playing a bit of a parody of himself really you sure. know but it was just it was a fun good holiday kind of like lift you up a little bit it felt like the spirit of christmas was part of it yeah. as opposed to just slapping some decorations on a wall and going look christmas yeah 
like no you you got me you yeah. you know and, and it, i loved seeing the uh, you know because we didn't get really any touching on this with this with uh endgame Peter, or yeah peter quill hadn't been to earth since he was kidnapped and then you know he's on earth during that climactic battle right and you know we don't get that him processing oh wow i'm home you know well now theoretically he can go home whenever i don't know what we're going to get in guardians of the galaxy 3 but i'm hoping we'll get some kind of like something because mm -hmm. i mean oh, sure there has, he has to no be. tie to earth really anymore because what family he had i'm sure is gone right but it's just it's it was cute to see people that he considers family do something that family would try to do now granted they did it in a slapstickish kind of way but that but the heart was still there yeah, it was, the heart, let's get him you know, something that he wants and make him yeah. happy yeah absolutely so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that bleeds into the next movie uh yeah definitely yeah. um and of course she hulk with daredevil yeah. we didn't just I, get listen, a little bit of daredevil by the way yeah daredevil it, was wonderful in it absolutely we got to see daredevil have that that bit of humor he's happy that was solid i absolutely loved it uh and i love that people got introduced to a character that was known to break the fourth wall before deadpool and not in an obnoxious way the way deadpool does it like aren't i clever it was a yeah. no we're friends let me let you in on what i'm thinking right now kind of and thing. i love and i love how they had the opportunity to do a very narcissistic self-flatulating moment by having kevin in the finale and kevin was an ai robot yeah i yep. love that yeah because i was thinking oh we're gonna actually get to see him be in it yeah and i'm just like you know what i i greatly appreciate that because that kind of shows that he doesn't necessarily take himself even fully serious for me it was all about daredevil i i i was enjoying yeah, I the, the she-hulk stuff but you know me I, yeah. I want my Daredevil, and they made him, because we still talk about this, the family. Mm -hmm. We still are reviewing it over, even though it's been months now. Mm -hmm. We're like, what about the scene where, and you could see the dynamic of Matt being someone, I love that they didn't have them be antagonistic to each other, or yeah. be a one-night stand, and oh, in the end, we just broke it off. Yeah. No, they like each other, and she is comfortable with him because that's who Matt is. Yeah, Matt's there, and, e even in the end when he's with the family, and he puts his arm out and puts his arm on, on her dad as a, yeah. you know, I, like little nuances like that. I'm like, mm -hmm. you're a comfort to be around, and yeah. that's who I see you being. Yeah, and I, and I loved, like I said, I love the fact that they gave him a chance to be you know, yeah, the character has every ability to be a very serious and dark character, but they gave him that light of humor. He needs it. You can't, yeah. otherwise it's, oh, he's the moody guy all the time. Like, yeah. when that happened, people were like, what? they made him happy. Like Yeah, like, he, with the yeah. whole thing when he walks into the courtroom, that I, I was in stitches. Like, we had to pause it because I was howling, just because, like, yeah, as somebody who's visually impaired, 
I could see myself even making a smart ass remark like that, you know. But it's just it's it was nice to see because I honestly I was concerned like you, you know, if they were going to make him antagonistic and just, you know, not quite not quite even right. Well, the way that the way that they would do it normally, and this is what I was afraid of. Typically, when they have a crossover with somebody, they go, yeah, we're getting along now, but in the end, we're going to fight and we're going to hate each other. And yeah. I thought, that's so – I never liked it when it originally happened. I haven't liked it the thousand of times since other shows have done that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want them to do that because that's not who Matt is. And from what I can tell, that's not who Jennifer is. And the what? fact, like, he's flipping around her. She can't touch him. Like, mm -hmm. he, and he's not trying to hurt her when, when yeah. you know, he's like, no, no, listen to me. Just listen to me. And yeah. then when she knows that it's him, she instantly – and it's very subtle – she goes, Matt, and she reverts back to Jennifer size mm -hmm. because she knows she has nothing to fear from the guy that she likes mm -hmm. because he's that kind of nurturer. And he's yep. like, hi, and, you know, and of course yeah. the whole, I'm Daredevil. Yeah. Like, come on. Do you not yeah. know? I got, and, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, you know, I, I'm here for whatever more we get because I, I know we're getting him in Daredevil okay. Reborn. And Echo, too. And Echo. And I don't, like, I've heard rumblings that we're going to get more She-Hulk. So it'll be interesting to see what, where those things progressed or, or progressed to. Yeah. So. The other thing I'm surprised at how much I like is the yellow and red Daredevil outfit. Yeah. I, I, like, I like how they teased it. I like how it was designed for him. Which explains yeah. why he was in on the other side of the country. Other side of the country, yeah. It was really interesting to see that it looks like I haven't analyzed it as some people have, but looking at it, it looks like it's a very similar. It is. It's the exact. It, it is. Yeah. Just yellow and red. That's how they tie it in with the original mm -hmm. series. I'm like, that's smart. Okay, because yeah. now you've bridged the gap. Yep. And, you know, they, they, they designed it the same way, only gave it different colors. Still waiting for my double D on the chest, yep. but that'll happen, I'm sure, in his own Pro series. Yeah, probably in the in the Reborn. They'll they'll place it on there. Yeah. You have to, because that's the or, only Or thing. somebody will remark, hey, you, you probably want to do this. You know, but this, yeah. At this point, it's, it's blatantly missing. And we're like, okay, you better have it in his own show. Swear to God. Um... But yeah, I I I was waiting for them to make the comment. Mikey and I were joking, <clears throat> where She Hulk says, you know, something about if you're Daredevil, why are you yellow and red? And he yeah. and him go, I'm what now? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I have to go back and talk to the the designer yeah. guy and go, what did you do to me? <laughs> like that, you know, because that type of joke. Yeah. Um, how did you like Love and Thunder? Did we talk about Love and Thunder before? Uh, I think we touched on it. I think. Well, let's um, go ahead. Just... But yeah, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I know you know with the the Mighty Thor comic book, they had like twenty issues or something like that, and they had to do a truncated version of it for the movie. So I'm kind of glad that they hit like the. The strokes, as sure. it were, with the Jane Foster 
picking up the hammer and everything. I enjoyed it. Uh, at this point, I kind of feel like Thor kind of needs to take a break. Take a break for a while, which I know the actor uh, he has said in interviews he's going to be taking a step back because of things with health and sure. family and things like that. Uh, apparently, he he kind of touches on the reasoning behind that decision in a, a limited series called Limitless or something like that. Right. Well, the way that they he's talking about like health related things because I mean I know they... he's one that has like yo-yoed with like being physically ripped and everything in the name or balanced human being looking you know build so it might have something to do with that too because i know that's part of the reason why uh, hugh jackman has been leaning more and more towards kind of retiring from being wolverine although we've found that <laughs> not he's, anymore <laughs> he's gonna claw up one last time as it were yeah so um Yeah, the way that they leave Thor is in a good place where he doesn't have to be around. Yeah. I mean, he's still alive. He's yep. still so out there. He's, he's still yeah, heroing. Okay. That yep. way, if during a big event, if they want to, hey, guess what? Come back and smack people in the head. He can. Yep. But does he need his own movie anymore? I don't. Unless it were great, I don't think they need to. The fact that we got a fourth yeah. Thor movie, we are blessed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I found out two interesting bits of information. The trailer where you see Thor, young Thor running through the woods, and as he passes so many trees or whatever, he like jumps up in size. When he was running around as a kid, that was his son. Oh, it was it Chris Hemworth's? Yeah, son. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. That was, of, that was his son. And interesting enough, Love was actually be, being played by his daughter. Oh, really? From, from what I've been told. That's so that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, at, at that same dinner party, those same friends chimed in. And went, oh, by the way, we hated Love and Thunder. Hated it. And I'm huh. thinking, okay, well, you're the same people who hated Amazing or Spider-Man Part Two, which was yeah. the best of the trilogy of that. So your judgment is a little, you know. First of all, oh, dude, you're yeah. not comic book readers; you don't know the history. Second of all, what do you want? Oh, yeah. the, he was funny in it. Yeah, he should be. It sh yeah. his humor should grow, and it wasn't slapstick humor. Yeah. It was just. Let's lighten up. Let's have a lighthearted, you know, yeah. by the way, it wasn't all lighthearted. You know what happened to Jane Foster in the end? Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, and again, if anybody's going to be critical of this stuff, it's going to be me because I'm, I'm watching it and I could tell where things were. There was an effort to it. Well, again, with Marvel, you have me. You mm. have yet to disappoint yeah, Marvel. Me. Yeah. Marvel has shown time and time again, you know, the risks that they take payoff the the they would have to do something so incredibly terrible and out of character mm -hmm. for me to have a bad word about these movies or television shows yeah again blessed beyond riches with what we get shut your mouth and be thankful we got a fourth thor movie you know and by the way if you don't Remember, like there's it a show that i there's a show that i forgot on my list miss marvel oh no no <laughs> sorry I, I, you said it Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. When you were going through your list, you said I must have rattled it off that quick. I did. Yeah, it was. 
<laughs> and that was if to switch gears into that that was beautiful that was a yeah nice i mean that was a that was a show that was definitely not geared towards somebody like you or i but it didn't we still found us. enjoyment in it there was no exclusion it was more of a yeah. this is what i love about where marvel is doing it through television and movies the right way where mm -hmm. dc did not with their yeah. cw shows not rest yeah. in peace just be gone yeah. um they are not hitting you over the head with their mission of PC-ness. Yeah. What they do is they can they include people and let it be. Mm -hmm. We're all mm -hmm. part of the same planet. Love to everybody. By the way, yeah, like, you may not be. For, yeah, there for a while they did a good job at not hitting you over the head with stuff. But then they're for like a, a good stretch. It's like every episode they have to remind you. It's like, guys, if you if you want to normalize these things treat these things as normal that's how you normalize them well and that's why marvel with it started with shang chi it's with uh miss marvel mm -hmm. it makes me appreciate and envy their culture that i'm not part of yeah because i'm like no i want to know more better appreciation for it too yeah i want to i want to know more. more it's not them and us it's oh you got something new to bring to the table that I wasn't aware of, mm -hmm. or maybe I was, but boy, I really like the way it's but now, handled. You know, now you're, now you're introduced to it in a more solid manner. Yeah, because it, it never yeah. says <clears throat> spotlight on the yeah. minority. It's no, enjoy the movie or show. Yeah, and when it's over, you go, boy, that was really done well. Mm -hmm. They never badmouth any other cultures. Nope. They never say aren't aren't we the best they don't it's this just happens to be our background here's mm -hmm. your story and we loved miss marvel like it was oh and by the way what about the surprise at the end there that was really freaking cool we ended up and, rewinding and it and that leads right into miss or right into the marvel's movie i'm not even talking about that part i'm talking about the we're watching uh -oh. it and he and, the audio cue that Mikey yeah. didn't pick up on goes, wait, 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 rewind that. Yeah. And when they say you're a mutant, ba -ba -da, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Well, apparently they've they've done it, I know for sure, at least twice, but apparently sure. there have been multiple times where they've dropped that that breadcrumb. And that's the and honest to goodness, that's the best way they can to eventually bring in the mutants. Yep. Show that yes, the mutants have always been there. It's just they They've had to they've had to live in hiding. Yep. That's yep. brilliant. I love it. I'm so happy. And they didn't have to do those little surprises, but I love that they did. Because you figure Miss mm -hmm. Marvel's gotta show up. And mm -hmm. then, then that bonus scene that you said leads right into it. You're like, bravo. Bravo. Yeah. Yeah, well done. They, because inadvertently they kind of screwed the pooch with the Inhumans TV show. Which would have been the other, because I think Miss Marvel is supposed to be an uh, inhuman, but tweaking it so that she's a mutant, that works too. Right, right, you right. Know. It's because it's, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah, it's just a matter, okay, was it due to genetics or was it due to experimentation? You know, I remember a few years ago, um, Marvel, for whatever reason, was trying to intentionally get away from mutants i guess they they yeah. were with the it's rights so they're like 
we're going to focus on in humans, which is our own mutant. And that's yeah, where they and, came up with all that. Yeah. And I think it's because at the time, it was probably around the time they were floating the idea about buying Fox. Right. And it's like, okay, if we're not able to acquire Fox, i.e. the entire X-Men slash mutant catalog for film and TV, do we have a backup plan? Oh, right. we've got the Inhumans. Okay, let's let's lean on that. Oh, oh, that's not okay. Oh, well, wait, nobody that wants this. That aren't, aren't quite aren't quite doing it right. Shoot. Okay. Uh, keep throwing money. <laughs> keep yep. throwing money at until Fox until, uh, Well, until and, and thank God they did get it. I mean, yeah. because, because it, it's going to do nothing but better serve the end goal. Because well, also, I'm sorry, but Inhumans. Uh, the externals or whatever the heck they're called, the eternals. Eternals. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, no, I think there is something called the externals, and I think it's something different. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. In any case, like the eternals... these these were failed comic books that did not work way back when. Mm -hmm. No matter how many times they tried to come back, and Marvel just did a big crossover in the comics where it was the where Avengers, the, the X Men, yep. and the Eternals. Nobody cares. I'm sorry. You yeah. can't. Then I, it's over and done with. Yeah, I think it's because there's, at some point, there becomes too much. And I think that's the thing. Having them, having having the Eternals be kind of like a background thing that gets brought up periodically, I think it works perfectly fine. Right. But I mean, overall, the comic failed because it wasn't written well. It the yeah. the characters were not. And if the source material is not solid, it, it never was. It's hard to build anything off of it. And unfortunately, like having the Eternals movie, I enjoyed it for what it was. It it was a good way of showing a little bit more of a glimpse into the history of the Marvel universe. Yeah. Okay. But you know, in but the do, end, we just kind of want to ignore it. We're yeah, like, but okay. do we ultimately need to have like a multi-picture deal for all the Eternals? No, no. I, have, we, having, I think, with the way they ended the first one, have another one in like phase, late phase five or early phase six to just kind of like, okay, wrap that up and and it's good. Ideally, know? you know what they should do? What's that? Just save them for the big battle. Yeah. At, at the the end game type movie have yep. them show up oh there they are okay you got to see them again we never have to discuss them again yeah because nobody's hankering or just have somebody reference it in simple dialogue to acknowledge that they're out there in the verse doing whatever it is that they do and that's it and nobody's hankering for more of them just yeah. ugh. um and i think part of the problem was it was an introductory film with a bloated cast. They had how many characters? Like 10 characters in the right, film? Right. Right. That's also part of the problem, I think, too. Agreed. So, um, I mean, it, it, it was enjoyable for what it was, but... But... Yeah. yeah. And again, it wasn't Marvel's fault. I can't no. go, Marvel, you let me down. No, you made a decent movie with characters that nobody cares about and yeah. wants to see. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I Do I feel like I wasted three hours of my life? No. Do I ever want to go back and rewatch it? God, no. No, I'll probably, like, there are movies that I'll I'll grab from the, the Marvel catalog and throw them on. I'll watch it when I go to do my big, okay, each night for a month, 
I'll watch a movie. I'll I'll rewatch it at that point because I'm just getting a refresher on the ones that I don't go back and watch all the time. Right. You know. Right. Right. Um. Although with the additive the t- additive of the TV shows, that month long rewatch is looking like it's probably gonna be more like two months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if. Um. And we just got the announcement yesterday officially. Poor Henry Cavill. Yeah. Is not I, returning as Superman. It it's rough. Like the whole thing with the the DC film verse, because of the the stumbles and the whole malarkey with uh, the Snyder verse, save the right. Snyder verse, the and darkness, and all that stuff. And the, at, at this point, they have one of two things that they could have done: keep trudging along like they were, or clean break, just wipe the slate clean i know they're gonna yeah. I, it's my understanding they're gonna stick with robert pattinson for for batman or whatever sure yeah which is fine i mean but i don't think he's gonna be the batman for the dcu no i think what they're gonna do is they're gonna possibly do the main you know catalog that they're gonna work on but they're gonna also do like early adventures for these characters so like Robert Pattinson is Batman at the beginning of his time, whereas whatever they end up doing in the main is more down the line. Well, actually, maybe I don't know. No, the, I know the news that came out was James Gunn is writing. Mm-hmm. He's starting with Superman. Yeah, and it's Superman early. It's right. They're not going to do an origin story. They're not going to show the planet blow up because everybody knows that. Yeah, they are going to show him yeah. start at the daily planet okay so it's it's him starting. so very kind of along the lines of what they did with the batman where we didn't see the waynes die for the 30th time in exactly. the 80th movie. it's okay through dialogue oh that's bruce wayne oh yeah his parents died okay good you handled it so they're you know. doing superman and then they'll do batman and wonder woman and build it like marvel was smart enough to yeah and they have that long game plan which i agreed unfortunately i love i love henry cavill i was happy up two months ago and he's like i'm back they told me i'm back and i yeah. feel terrible that he had to yeah, go i i feel oh. gutted. i commented on his instagram post saying man this really this is really rough someone needs to get you involved with a warhammer 40k series movie something because i know that's something the man is passionate about Right. And I think he would have a ball with that. I don't know anything about the mythology or the stories or anything like that, but it's something within his wheelhouse of knowledge. And unfortunately, I know with Witcher. Yeah. Yeah. With the Witcher, he was, he was sticking around on that because he loved the source material. He read the books, he's played the games. Right. And he was always going kind of toe to toe with the writers saying, you've got the source material. This is what you should be focused on. And the, powers that be were like eh, we don't care for that well then why are you making a witcher series if you're not going to honor the source material right it's like making a super it's like making a batman show but not have it be batman arrow <clears throat> right oh, sorry right. so yeah, yeah i mean it's it sucks i know i'm the man's gonna land on his feet he's gonna find something to do because he's he's one of these actors that has done a fairly good job at balancing career in life well they said that they plan on having him in something he just won't be superman 
Yeah. Okay, good. That's well, fine. We'll see how they bring him in. But that poor, that poor guy. I mean, he yeah. was wonderful, a sweetheart of a man. But mm-hmm. right from the beginning, got the short end of the stick because he was not Superman. He may yeah. have worn the outfit, but he <laughs> he even said, "If I'm going to be Superman, you better make me heroic and not mopey." Yeah, and it's he he was a victim of the the dark and gritty tone. Yes, yes. Really well, was. that's why I was nervous. I'm half excited, half nervous with James Gunn because. James Gunn gave us great stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he also gave us the over-the-top, um, vulgar suicide Peacemaker spots. series. And yeah. Peacemaker and series. So. Yeah. I think uh, because he is going to be working with someone else, that will help balance him. Because he's not he's not straight up the CEO. He's a co-CEO with somebody else. Right. And so I, I think they say... That, Stop with the vulgar. We're yeah. trying to build a universe here. Yeah. I, I think that will hopefully, knock on wood, uh, be able to balance him. I pray to God. Yeah. I pray to I mean, God the only... because you're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. I know at, I... At this, at this point, sink or swim, it's on, it's on the two of those guys. Right. So let's get it accurate. Let's get Superman heroic and hopeful. Mm-hmm. Let's get Batman... Still noble. He may hide in the shadows, but he's still yeah. back. And, and I like how noble. with Robert Pattinson, we we got glimpses of that. Like this is clearly, you know, Batman at the beginning of his career. Right. right. Um. Yeah. I. I do agree. There was nowhere else I'm, to go, but you had to start from scratch. Yeah. I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic. It, I feel like I say a lot with stuff with with DC. <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic about this film. I'm cautiously optimistic about this. But I mean it's it's one of those things with them hitting the hard reset across the board. It it's hopefully there's nowhere to go for them but up. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I pray to God. Anything else we are I know there's there's always stuff that I forget that we talk about. Well, I uh today Jess and I finished Wednesday. Oh, One thank you. We're on, we, my my daughter and I just watched the second episode. Okay, it's good. Um, I like the mystery aspect of it. Yeah, uh, I know a couple of people had remarked about, oh, they're they're trying to make her like Sabrina and all this. I'm like, ah, it's better. Than, I think it's a little better than Sabrina. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like they're trying to make her Sabrina, but they're hmm, pardon me, they're adding to the world that the the Adams family exists in you know um i saw one person critiquing the series where it didn't quite feel like the wednesday that they were familiar with and somebody in their comments had said keep in mind up until this point every time we saw wednesday adams she was maybe 10 sure maybe 12 right so here she's a 16 year old girl your dynamic with your parents is, is not going to necessarily be the same at 16 as it was when you were like eight. Right. Your dynamic with your family does change. Sure. It's still at the core. They love each other and everything. But, you know, as as a 16-year-old, you get embarrassed about your parents being all over themselves. Whereas an eight-year-old, oh, well, that's just mom and dad, you know. Right, right, right. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um I'm hoping we're going to get a second season. I know there's talk about a second season. 
Uh, we, I just, I now have Cindy watching Sandman. Oh, okay. Which That's I, a show that just I haven't gotten the chance to watch. Okay. Yet. I bought the book, the first okay. volume, and the show. Like, I'm not a fantasy guy. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, the stars aligned with the moon, so we got this outcome. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, however, it's Neil Gaiman who this is, you know, his thing. So for all my life, oh, you got to read Sandman. You got to read Sandman. I'm glad I saw the show before I read the book. Okay. Because the show pays off quicker than if yeah. reading the book. But the show is so well done. I've heard really good things so about it. Basically, it becomes a Twilight Zone. Because it's it's a three or four episodes story arc. But then the rest are like one shot. Okay. One and done stories. One shot stories. Okay. And they're excellent. So They were so good that I miss it. Like okay. I, I'm well, all I think, caught up. I think I saw Neil Gaiman posting something about there is a second season coming. Good. Well, I st- I've now uh, this past it. week I read the first volume mm-hmm. as I convinced Cindy to start watching it. Okay. And she's loving it. Good. But as I'm re- reading the books, I'm noticing they are taking direct dialogue from the books in the show and see and that's important when you're doing something based off of a long existing book series comic book series if you're if you want to do it justice pay homage to its source material be it iconic shots that marvel tries to replicate storylines that they try to at least hit the keynotes on right this the dialogue well uh our buddy ian from bottom leap Mason Alexander Park is in it as Desire. Yes. Uh, it's so funny and because... Gwendolyn I, Christie is in it as well, I think, isn't she? Who? Gwendolyn Christie. From? Uh, Wednesday, and she's also Brienne of Tarth. Yes. Yep. Yes. Which, side note, I'm glad in Wednesday they give her a chance to actually be a beautiful version of herself like she had actually said this was the first time in a role she felt beautiful mm. which was just it's heartbreaking and also heartwarming at the same time because she is a very pretty woman and having that opportunity to one because she's the governess the the principal of the school seeing her have that opportunity to show off right. was wonderful to see right so, but uh, yeah sandman's one of those that now that I think I'm caught up on most of my shows, I'm going to try to sit down. Because I don't know if that's something Jess is going to want want to watch, but I'll at least watch it. Well, can I remind you of something? Sure. Chicago PD. Yes. Uh, now that the I love have of access, God. Now that I have access to pretty much every freaking streaming service out there, uh, that's going to be on my list. I'm telling you, it it is must-see TV. First season is good. And it builds, and it is... Yeah, you, you've said that it builds upon you, itself. And I, 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 besides me wanting you to watch it, do you know how many times Cindy goes, has he started to watch it yet? I was going to say, Mike and Cindy, I think, because I know Cindy has... Because uh, I think when you guys were here last year, Cindy had even said, you need to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, she's in my ear going, let me guess, he hasn't watched it yet. I said, I'll ask him, I'll remind him. Well, today uh after i hop off here i do have orders to do and i i usually do uh my tabletop rpgs on wednesdays yeah at seven and occasionally on or on thursdays and occasionally on wednesdays depending on how long the orders take which 
ironically, uh, earlier, I scoped out what my orders were, staged everything. So what I can do is, because, you know, we have these wonderful cell phones, I had uh, 3D printed a stand. So while I'm packaging up my orders and stuff, I'll probably be watching as long as the app cooperates with me. I'll probably watch at least the first episode while I'm doing that. It'll and then I'll migrate over to the or over to the living room while I'm waiting for game time and watch however many episodes I can. It, it's gonna grab you. I'm I imagine you. it will. Like I first I've, episode I'm talking about, even just the first episode. Yeah. You know. With um, because rewatch I. I've been watching when I get the chance to. I'll throw on Law and Order when since they brought it back last year. Well, the guy that played uh, in Burn Notice, he's one of the the lead right, cops. Right. I enjoy it. The guy that played Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl, he joined the cast as his partner, and I love the dynamic between the two of them. Not that the guy in the first season was bad, but I like the dynamic between the two of them because they're both actors known for other types of roles. And now they're both playing cops. So it's just kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm i definitely going to be watching it. Now that I'm caught up on the stuff that was more stalled, I'll have the chance to do it. Yeah. Um, CSI Vegas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have you watched the season yet? Of course. I'm enjoying it. Uh, was this season going to be eight episodes or ten episodes? No, there's more coming. Okay, they, I was going to say they only did eight so far, and it was Burn was the last one. Yeah, because with the way the last episode ended, I'm like, okay, this kind of feels like you're doing a wrap up to a a major arc here. Are we going to get the last two episodes? And then sitting down watching, it, I'm like, or rethinking about, it, I'm like, okay, this wraps up Catherine's main arc that she was there for. Did it? But she's sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's never going to be the same without Grissom. No. And I do I'm like still how, happy it's there. Yeah, I like how they're bringing in cast members from the original show to bring to be that bridge while they're finding their fitting or their footing more solid. Like I love Maxine. Sure. I like sure. that character. She's we like good, her too. She's a good lead. Um the quirky guy with the mustache. Like him they, a great deal. He was yeah, a great addition. Really fun. I like Balsam and the girl that he was interested in the first season. Sure. I, I like those. Folsom's those... very cookie cutter. There's nothing deep about him yet. Yeah. But he's and there. I'm, and I think it's because they're waiting to, they're doing the whole breadcrumb thing with him, I think, because we got a little bit of that with this season with his, his brother or something, somebody from his past. Right. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping next season they might try to bring in Grissom again for. for I hope so. Because he, and maybe bring in one of the other lab techs or something like have that be the thing. Every season they bring a character in from from the past. Well, you know? we we have been catching some of the Ted Danson episodes, and I really wish they had gone from Grissom to, Grissom to Ted Danson instead yeah. of Lawrence Fishburne because it put such a darkness on it that by yeah. the time Ted Danson showed up, and he's great, we love yeah. Ted Danson, and his character was fun, and only in these many years later do I really appreciate him because after Lawrence Fishburne, there was such a bad taste because they went dark with the character. Yeah. I think had they had Lawrence Fishburne's character there in the background, but not as the focal point for as long as they had him be a focal point, it would have been a little bit easier because it would have been moments of darkness in sure. the 
the lighter. I mean, granted, you're, we're talking about a show that deals with death and murder and stuff like that. So, you know, that that cloud is always going to be there. But there was also that level, that level of levity. Mikey wanted me before we run out of time. We uh, to <laughs> remember to talk about Doctor Who. He just sent me a text. Oh, OK. Doctor Who. Yes. Um, it's, it's a shame that as much as we love the 13th Jody doctor, Jodie yeah. Whittaker, her seasons overall were not good. It was missing. Yeah. She, she fell victim to a couple different things. One of which a showrunner, I feel that didn't fully grasp. Well, he was too concerned with, I want to do my own thing i want to leave yeah. my mark and that you can't mess with the myth yeah like you can leave your mark but you have to be cognizant of everything else like so, had this had it been doctor who in the infancy of the series where it was like season five or whatever okay yeah you could take the gambles sure. you were taking but you're pushing close to 60 years worth of history exactly like I love the story, the the Spyfall storyline. That was wonderfully done because it was one of those. Oh, okay, crap! I didn't expect that that twist, you know. But right. yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. Hopefully, we'll get to see her come back as the Doctor and crossover sure. events. Sure. But when it was over and they do the big last, you know, oh, it's mm -hmm. I didn't feel anything except relief. I was like, okay, that chunk is over. Get her out of there. And it's yeah, not her hopefully. fault, but I just oh, felt no. like I think when a doctor job. changes, you go, yeah. oh, I'm sad for them to go. In this case, yeah. it was a relief. Yeah, and I mean, I was sad to see her go because I did love her take on the doctor. I loved the energy. Sure. But you could tell she fell victim to things that were just outside of her control. Exactly. So now, David Tennant. David Tennant. And I love that we've got to see in the trailer for what's coming next that glimpse of Shutigawa. And he has he had the reaction I bet a lot of people had. Somebody needs to tell me what the hell is going on here. And right. I love that that's kind of like our first because that is kind of a that in, in its own way is kind of like a doctor react a, a very doctor reaction of like, what the hell is going on here? What did I just walk into? Well, Cindy, Cindy called it. She said. Wouldn't it be great? I could see the doctor changing and going, what? Yeah. What? And that's exactly, and, and to have him check his teeth and go, wait a minute, I recognize these teeth. Yep. I Wonderful love it. Callback. I'm so happy. Wonderful callback. I have love seen, it. Have you seen the um the footage of uh, Shutigawa talking to the girl that's going to be his companion? I'm not sure. Seeing the, the, uh, Seeing the uh, uh, chemistry. chemistry between the two of them very much kind of reminds me of the chemistry between David Tennant and Billy Piper. Sure, okay. And I love that we're going to see that kind of that kind of energy and stuff return to Doctor Who. Right. So I'm curious um, to see what the specials are going to bring. I'm excited to see what the 60th special is going to be. Yes, it's yes. Doctor Who. It, it falls back to what I said earlier. More of something is better than less. Exactly. And it it, it can't go anywhere but up from where it's been lately. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but we're running out of time, so let's bid adieu to everybody. 
And they, what do they have to look forward to? What is this thing you're adding to the hub? Uh, it's going to be a Discord. Discord. Uh, yep, a Discord, which is basically just a fancy chat room, message board thing. <laughs> yes. And thank you for all of our supporters. Uh, whether you're supplying us with wonderful art or sending a monetary little something, yep. it helps. Uh, we're looking to, we're reaching out to a select few other podcasts that may want to benefit Added from our hub. Them. Yep. Because um, we just, we want to be quality for everybody. So yep. that's what you're getting. Um and there's a couple that I am happy to extend that out to. So hopefully we'll see that. But at the very least, very soon we're going to have a Discord thing, which yep. I'm which would be helpful for people getting in touch with us, and just a nice place that because I know with like Facebook, your notification feed on there can just get slogged down with so much. Sure, sure. And with Discord, you can have it set up where oh, I don't necessarily want to be included or updated on these sub-channel conversations, but I want to be focused on these three or exactly. four. It makes it a little bit more easier for people to digest and communicate. So, that's our little Christmas gift to all of you. Hopefully um, we'll be out by Christmas. <laughs> exactly. We will be back after Christmas, and we will catch up on all the pop culture news and fun conversations. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, remember... Stay excited! The Never Gets Old podcast is part of the Forever Adventure Network and made possible by your donations through Patreon. If you'd like to help us out, please go to the Forever Adventure Network by Mac Jackson on Patreon and help by subscribing, rating, and reviewing wherever podcasts are heard. We also have a Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube channel. The show's music is by Harmony Constant and available wherever music is sold. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, stay excited. The Forever Adventure Network. Welcome to the adventure. Has MacGyver inspired you to be kind and creative? Has Jack O'Neill inspired you to be a leader and be sarcastic? Well, then please check out the MacGyver podcast where we celebrate Richard Dean Anderson and all of his iconic characters. We have life stories, episode reviews, and great conversations with actors and the people behind the scenes. We also have merchandise, blogs, art, and so much more, all through the Forever Adventure Network. Join us today, and remember, stay creative, everyone. The Forever Adventure Network. Welcome to the adventure.